Hello, and welcome to episode 10 of our podcast, Loving Parenting, where our goal is to improve our relationships by going beyond our comfort zone one small step at a time. The title of episode 10 is Concepts for Sanity Summary. So far in this podcast, I've introduced several different concepts for you to ponder that will increase your peace of mind and help you have a positive attitude about your current relationship with your child and about your efforts to improve your relationship with your child. In this episode, I'll give you a summary of all of the concepts presented so far, and I'll show you the train of thought that links them all together. That way you can produce this train of thought in your own thinking and readily recall particular concepts when you need them. Episode one was introduction. The concepts presented in episode one were, take good care of yourself so that you'll be able to take care of others, and make incremental changes. Exceed your comfort zone by small amounts. If you make incremental changes, small amounts, that's sustainable. Now, going on to episode two, first of all, you have to feel that your efforts are valuable, even if you don't see good results. Episode two was called Affirmation for Parents. Concepts presented in episode two are, your efforts to improve your relationship are noble and precious, and you deserve a lot of credit regardless of the results. We looked at some examples from the Torah of people who made sincere efforts, but their results did not necessarily turn out the way they wanted. We looked at Cain and Hevel's sacrifices. Hevel's was valued because of his sincerity, and we looked at Ruvain's efforts to save his brother Yosef. Ruvain did not succeed in saving his brother, but his intent is explicitly recognized and valued. The Torah does not often say explicitly what a person's intention was when they did something, but in this case of Ruvain trying to save his brother Yosef, it explicitly mentions that he is trying to save his brother, so that was valued. However, if you did some damage in the process of a sincere effort, you are accountable. You can't just say, well, I did the best I knew how. I made a sincere effort. If you cause damage to another person, you are accountable. And I plan to address this in a future episode, God willing. Now, you know that your efforts are valuable, but the required effort seems daunting. It's a humongous job. Why even try? Episode three is called, Why Even Try to Improve the Relationship? It's very hard work, and you often don't see results right away. But here are some things to consider to help you stay motivated to change the relationship. You are your child's only mother or father, and a child longs to have a good relationship with his or her parents. You owe it to yourself to give it your best effort. Whatever you do to get along better with your child, 
will help you get along better with all kinds of people. So it's definitely worth developing these attitudes and integrating them into your mindset because it will for sure help you with all kinds of relationships. It is virtuous to appreciate the inner spiritual essence of another person and to value that more than the person's superficial offensiveness. So when you try to connect with your child, realize that the child has a pure inner essence and try to connect with that and value that more than the superficial offensiveness. Now you're convinced that it's worth putting the effort in. But how do you know whether you're being successful? Episode 4 is called, What is Success? Now, if you have problems with your child, you may feel like a failure as a parent. Failure is the opposite of success. So what is success? Well, I think we'd agree that success is being wise, powerful, wealthy, and honored. If someone has all these things, I think they've got it made. We looked at the true meanings of these things. According to the Torah definition, the true meanings of these things are truly satisfying. For example, who is honored? Someone who honors God's creatures. That's the person who's truly honored, not someone who has a a thousand likes on Facebook. It's someone who honors God's creatures. And anyone can do these things. So in the context of the parent-child relationship, that means show honor to your child. You want honor from your child? You want to be honored by your child? Show honor to your child. And we concluded episode four by saying, a truly praiseworthy person is someone who has overcome adversity as opposed to someone who has an easy situation. What kind of person is really inspiring and admirable by other people? Someone who has overcome adversity. Someone like you who has had a difficult situation and worked hard to overcome it. That is really praiseworthy. Now you know what success is according to the true definition, and you know that it's within your reach. But how do you begin your journey towards success? So episode five is going beyond your comfort zone. If you want different results than what you have, you have to do something different. And that is going beyond your comfort zone. It's not easy. Go slow. How do you do this? Well, you cultivate a growth mindset rather than a victim mindset. If you keep going beyond your comfort zone, you are continually growing, as opposed to a victim mindset, which looks something like this. Poor me, I'm in a bad situation. Life is nasty. I'm stuck. That kind of person doesn't advance. If you have a growth mindset, then you keep advancing. Being proactive improves your morale. If you make a plan and go with it and carry it out, that is good for your morale. And finally, we conclude episode five by considering the following concept. Do your best and God does the rest. The next episode deals with a fundamental concern that many parents have when their child is not as religiously observant as they are. Episode 6 is called, 
what does from really mean? Now, from is not an English word. The literal meaning of this word describes diligent observance of Jewish religious laws. Although this could be extrapolated to other religions as well. Now, a parent would be disappointed if the child does not follow observances that the parent trained the child to do. That is a source of pain and disappointment. So we looked at several examples of different kinds of people and their service of God. And we looked more deeply at what kinds of service to God is truly valuable. Some people seem to be non-observant, yet they connect to God in a very deep way. So the conclusion for all this is, we cannot judge another person's connection with God. The next episode gives guidance on how to plan your short-range and long-range efforts. Episode 7 is called, Goal versus Direction in Relationships. It's natural for you to have a goal. That's how you wish things would be. But do not try to change your child to fit your goal. It gets him upset and it doesn't work. So the goal is important, but it's only as a way to define a direction in which to move. Try to advance as far as you can toward your goal. But you can't necessarily achieve your goal because it's beyond your control. It depends on the other person as well as yourself. And periodically reevaluate your direction and reroute as necessary due to changing circumstances. The next episode gives insight into a major source of conflict between parent and child, and that is personality mismatch. Episode 8 is called Personality Mismatch. Nobody's fault. What is personality mismatch? It happens when the child has needs, but the parent's way of showing love and caring doesn't satisfy those needs. We gave several examples of personality mismatch. For example, the parent is demanding and the child is sensitive. The parent is intellectual and the child is emotional. The parent is organized and the child is disorganized. What do you do about this? First, recognize the mismatch. Define the reality, what's happening here. Second, realize that it's nobody's fault. If you're one way and your child is another way, it's nobody's fault. That's just the way it is. Third, get guidance on how to deal with your mismatch. And the point to consider here is, if you define the mismatch, and you can go to your advisor and say, I have a personality mismatch, I'm organized, and my child is disorganized, how do I deal with that? You're likely to get better help than if you just go to your advisor and say, I'm having problems with my child, we're always having arguments. Now, if you ask a well-defined question, you're likely to get more effective help. Now, once you realize that you may have to deal with a personality mismatch, you need to find a way to feel empathy toward your child so that you can bridge the emotional disconnect caused by the mismatch. Episode 9 is Empathy for Your Child. The concepts presented in Episode 9 are 
Firstly, you feel pain about your child's conduct and behavior toward you. That's the starting point. Well, what you need to do is first contemplate the pain that your child feels. Children tend to feel that their parents are old-fashioned and obsolete. We looked at some general reasons why that happens. Your child does not have as much wisdom as you do. What's easy for you might not be easy for your child. Assume that your child is doing the best that he or she knows how. Just like you do for yourself, you assume that you're doing the best you know how. Same for your child. Your child is doing the best that he or she knows how to do. All of these thoughts can help you feel empathy for your child. And now for the overall conclusion of all the episodes thus far, episode 10, the current episode, is an overall conclusion. All of these concepts are tools in your toolbox, concepts to contemplate in order to feel more positive about yourself and your own efforts, and to feel more appreciation of your child. Looking forward, the next set of episodes presents several examples of people in the Bible who had difficulty with their children. And we'll look at King David, King Chizkiyahu, or Hezekiah in English, and Mother Rachel, or Rachel in English. These examples show that the greatest of people had difficulty with their children. The ways that they dealt with their adversity serves as a positive example for us. I welcome your comments, feedback, questions, and suggestions for topics, and I've set up an email address for this purpose. The address is lovingparenting123 at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and hope you'll tune in to future episodes.